Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to Ben Sports Talk. Season 3 is where we're at. Um, It's been a little while, I know. I was going to start it up again about a month ago with my NBA rankings, but that just didn't end up happening. So it's football season, and that's what I'm going to be talking about today. Um, So I'm going to be starting today with my NFL end-of-season predictions. Obviously a pretty busy off-season. Um, I mean, the Chargers were the team that really stood out to me in the offseason. Um, adding all those defensive stars, you got Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson, just and then bringing back that offense. So the Chargers went from being a borderline playoff team to being a contender, I think. And one of the things that I really like about football this year, I don't think that there's any clear number one team. Um, I think that it's open in the past. I've always felt that there's really only like two or maybe three true contenders, but this year I think it's more than that. There's much more teams that actually have a shot at winning the Super Bowl, and there's no like super team this year. So I really look forward to it. Um, So we got tomorrow's games coming up for really the first true day of football. Um, We did have the Rams-Bills game on Thursday, which great matchup. The Bills ended up blowing them out, obviously, but and they they looked great. I mean, that's actually where my predictions are gonna start in the AFC with the Bills as a one seed. So I did make these predictions before that game, and I do have the Bills going thirteen and four this year. I actually did think that they were gonna lose that game, but I still think they'll go thirteen and four. Um, one of the things that I'll say about when I make my predictions. I don't go week by week and say, okay, they're going to win this week and lose this week. I don't do it like that. I just look at their schedule and I think about what record I think would make sense because the thing is, it's really impossible to predict like each game. Like if, if I look at, um, some of the worst teams in the league, there might not be any given game that I think they're going to win. But at the same time, that doesn't mean that I think that they're actually going to get zero wins. So that's not ex- that's just not exactly how I do it. So I do still think that the Bills are going to end up going 13 and 4, but they just have such a great team. I mean, Josh Allen, one of the best quarterbacks in the league obviously. Diggs, one of the best receivers. Gabe Davis gets to step up and be that wide receiver too this year. I think that in fantasy maybe he's a little bit overhyped. I feel like right now he's ranked more similar to um his upside rather than um how he is right now and I know that obviously that upside is there but I feel like they're ranking him as if like he's gonna play to his potential no matter what and that is how he played week one he got a touchdown he got a lot of yards but I don't know if that's going to be consistent or not but I think that either way he'll definitely have a really good season I just don't know if he's going to consistently be able to put up those crazy touchdown numbers that people that some people are expecting but, I mean, yeah, the Bills, great passing game with Diggs. You got Davis. You got some good slot receivers, Dawson Knox. Um, you added some offensive linemen in the offseason, like Roger Saffold. You got David Questenberry. The defense, you had Vaughn Miller. Um, keep in mind, Tredavious White was out week one, and they still played like that against the defending Super Bowl champs. The only concern that I really have with this team is the run game. Um, I don't think that Singletary is a very good starting running back. 
And I know that James Cook didn't really play much in week one. But I think that as the season goes on, Cook is definitely going to get more involved. And eventually, he'll become the lead back for them. But, yeah, I mean, the Bills are definitely a contender. They're, yeah, like their running game could be a little bit better. I think you could argue that they could use a better number two receiver. I do like Davis, and I think that it is it is his time to step up and be that wide receiver too. And I think it makes sense, like, there's the situation that they have going on at slot receiver. So I don't know, maybe if they could add some, like, superstar tight end, um, like one of the top five tight ends in the league to be so that they can have Diggs and that player. And then Davis is their third option. I think that would be more of – that would definitely help them. Um, and then defensively, obviously that Vaughn Miller addition was huge. But I think maybe at the linebacker position they could use some help. But, yeah, overall the Bills definitely – one of the best teams in the league, and I have them finishing first, going 13-4. and four. So then I have the Chiefs at number two. I know that they lost Tyree Kill, which is a huge loss. I don't understand why they made that trade, to be honest. Um, I mean, I know that Hill wanted an, ex- an extension, and they didn't feel that they could give him the money, but personally, I definitely think the Chiefs should have just found a way to pay him because he's one of the best receivers in the league. He's the fastest player in the league, and he's just such a huge part of their team. And, yeah, I still think they're going to be really good without him. But for me, like, they have Tyree Kill right now. They, they're they winning the AFC, and they're right back up there as one of the Super Bowl favorites. And now I know that still finishing pretty high, but I definitely think it hurts them a lot to, to lose Tyree Kill. And I think the Juju signing, it was definitely good that they brought him in. I mean... They definitely needed to, needed to get someone. But um, I think one of the big holes with the Chiefs last year, um, defensively there were some holes, but offensively though, I think the biggest hole was probably having a better number three receiver. And I think that if they were able to keep Hill and also bring in Juju, he would have been the perfect number three receiver for the Chiefs. So, yeah, I mean, they got the right player there, but Hill is just a huge loss. But... Keep in mind, you still have Mahomes, who, in my opinion, is the best quarterback in the league at this point. You have Kelsey, who's the best tight end. Um, and then you have a bunch of receivers who... You have Juju, who's a great wide receiver. We'll see what he can do if he can get back to even close to the form that he's been at before as one of the best receivers in the league. And then after that, you have... Some decent guys, definitely no stars, but definitely got some guys that can contribute. You got McCole Hardman, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, and then the rookie Scott Moore. I think you're hoping that at least one of them can break out a little bit, and then the other two can be just decent players. Um, in terms of the running game, I think I know that Clyde has definitely not lived up to his expectations yet, but at the same time, I don't feel like he's been horrible, and I still feel like he does deserve to be that starting running back, and I do still think there's a chance that he could end up being a great player, so don't forget about him. Um, The defense, a little bit concerning. It's not horrible, but it just, it's similar to how it's always been, and the thing is, with Tyree Kill there, their offense has been enough to consistently be a Super Bowl contender, but without Hill now, yeah, I still think they're a contender, but that's because there aren't any clear top two or three teams. I think in the past, if you look at a team like the Chiefs, when they did have Hill, I think like 
this Chiefs team wouldn't be able to compete with them. I know we're talking about the same team, but all I'm trying to say is that I think that the only reason why the Chiefs are a contender this year is because there aren't like a clear top two or three contenders. So their defense, it's not horrible. It's it's okay, but it's just not great. They lost Tyron Matthew, which is a huge loss. They did add Justin Reed. They got some good rookies. But, yeah, I mean, their defense didn't really improve. Their offense definitely got worse by losing Hill. So, yeah, they still have a really good team, but it, they're not as good as they were. Um, so then moving on now to the three seed in the AFC, we got the Ravens. So I have them finishing 11-6. and six. Um, The Bengals are going to be good this year. I, I could see either of those two teams winning the division, but the Ravens are just a very well-coached team. And it seems like even when they deal with injuries and even when their roster isn't as good as some of the other elite teams, they still find a way to win games and to play at an elite level. Right now, they're pretty healthy and they're about to get even more healthy when some of when Ronnie Stanley comes back. Um, we don't know about J.K. Dobbins and Marcus Peters in week one. But yeah, I mean, this is the Ravens are definitely looking pretty good right now. Um, you got Lamar, who's an elite quarterback. You got some decent running backs, J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards. Marquise Brown is definitely a huge loss. I mean, when I look at their wide receivers, that's a huge concern for me. You really don't have any great wide receivers. I mean, you got Bateman, who's your clear wide receiver one, who should have a pretty good season. Andrews is obviously their best overall receiver. He's an elite tight end. But behind the two of them, they really don't have anyone that's so great. So I don't see the Ravens winning the Super Bowl without an elite receiver other than Mark Andrews. Um, But, I mean, outside of that, they got a really good team. Lamar, good run game, pretty good offensive line, and then really good defense again. They brought in Marcus Williams in the offseason, which is a great signing, and they're just – Everyone's getting healthy. You got some young guys who are going to develop. So, yeah, I think the Ravens are going to have a good season. I definitely don't think that they're locked to get the three seed or to win the division. But that is my pick right now. So then for the four seed, I actually have the Colts taking it this year. It's obviously between them and the Titans with um the Texans and Jags being two of the worst teams in the league this year. So I have the Colts winning, winning the division and going 10-7. and seven. So, I mean, the Colts pretty similar to how they've been in the past. Maybe a little bit better, I guess. I mean, they did bring in Matt Ryan, who I think is an upgrade. Um, I think at this point in his career, he's a little bit underrated right now. I feel like people are disrespecting him a little bit right now. I mean, he was on a horrible team last year, still put up decent stats. So, yeah, he's declined a little bit, but it's not like he's... Maybe more than a little bit. Like, yes, he's declined, but he's definitely not completely washed. He's still an above-average starting quarterback, in my opinion. And then you got Jonathan Taylor. you got Pittman, who could be having a breakout year. You bring in the rookie Alec Pierce. you got Paris Campbell. So, again, the Colts are another team that could use some help with their receivers. I think they're just hoping that they can have someone other than Pittman who can be really good. I mean, they're hoping that Pittman can become a superstar receiver, and then they're hoping that they can have one other player who breaks out into at least a decent second receiver. Um, and then defensively, they add Stephon Gilmore, who at his best is absolutely amazing. I mean, he won defensive player of the year. 
only not that long ago, really. And they bring back a lot of the guys. They bring in unique Nagakwe in the offseason, which is a great addition. So, yeah, I mean, the Colts probably got a little bit better. And then the Titans, the other team to look at in that division, definitely got worse, who we'll get to in a little bit. So I have the Chargers as a five seed going 11-6, and six, only one game behind the Chiefs. I mean, realistically, like, yeah, I have the Chargers as a five seed, but I could see them being as high as a one seed. I mean, they are absolutely stacked. Their offense was great last year, and their defense was a problem. So they keep their offense the same. They still got Herbert, Eckler, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. They bring in more help with the offensive line by drafting Zion Johnson in the first round. Um, Jared Cook, I don't know if he retired or if he's just a free agent, but instead they have Gerald Everett now. And then defensively, it's just gotten so much better. Like I said, I mean, they bring in Khalil Mack and J.C. Jackson, which are the big additions. But those aren't the only additions, though. They they also brought in Sebastian Joseph Day, Austin Johnson, Kyle Van Noy, Bryce Callahan. I mean, all of these players are going to really help with the defense. And this is looking like a defense that could possibly be the number one defense in the NFL. I mean, just so much talent there no holes defensively at all. I mean, the only thing you could argue would be the linebacker position, I guess, but Kenneth Murray's still pretty young. I could definitely see him developing. Um, And then offensively, they just bring everyone back, um, improve that offensive line a little bit. So really, the Chargers are just looking really good. If If there was a hole that I had to go at, I guess... You could say they don't have a superstar receiver. I think that Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are both really good. And I do think that Keenan Allen is underrated. But, like, I think that he is a borderline top 10 wide receiver. So I know you might be thinking, like, what do you mean? How How is that not good enough? But when I just think about Keenan Allen compared to some of the other top receivers on normal Super Bowl contenders, I feel like Keenan Allen might not be quite as good as some of the others. Um, He's very consistent, and like I said, I do think that he's underrated, but I just don't know if he's quite as good as some other um receivers on Super Bowl contenders. So that could honestly be the weakness, which really isn't too big of a weakness. So roster-wise, this Chargers team looks absolutely stacked, and I think when you look at their roster, it could actually be the best in the league. But we just haven't seen this whole team play together yet, like defensively. And last year, I think you could definitely argue that they should have played better than they did. So even though I think they might have the best roster, they probably wouldn't be my Super Bowl pick. But I definitely think they're a team that does have a chance. Um, So then for the sixth seed... um, we got, I have the Raiders getting the sixth seed here. Um, I know last year I spent a lot of time talking about how the Raiders were overrated and I didn't like them. But really all it took for me to change my mind about that was bringing in Devontae Adams, who's probably the best receiver in the league, and then Chandler Jones, who's one of the best pass, pass rushers. I mean, it might only be two big additions, but those are two huge additions. Like, that just helps your team so much. I mean, I don't think that this team is going to win the Super Bowl, and I'm not really sure whether I call them a contender or not, but 
I definitely think that this is a playoff team. I mean, if they made it to the playoffs last year with a roster that I don't think should have made it, then I definitely think they can make it this year. And I also think Josh McDaniels is going to do a great job as a head coach. I mean, Derek Carr is going to have his best statistical season. He's had some really good seasons, even when he's had teams that haven't been great. He gets his old college receiver, Devontae Adams. And then I think receiving-wise, this team is set up really well. You got Waller as really the number two receiver and then Renfro as the number three. So that's just elite receivers for this team. Um, The offensive line is definitely a concern. You do have Colton Miller, who's a great player. But outside of him, though, I mean, it's it's really not looking too good. Um, I think that definitely should have been something they should have addressed more in the offseason. And then they got Josh Jacobs. I've definitely heard some stuff about how he could lose his role and how he might not be as good this year. But I don't know. I mean, I think with the focus more on the passing game, I think it will be possible for Jacobs, who's not going to be as relied on this year, to end up having a really good season. I think he's a great player. Um, And then defensively, you got a very scary pass rushing duo of Chandler Jones and Max Crosby. Um, I think the cornerbacks could definitely be a concern. You lose Casey Hayward. I believe he was with the Raiders last year. Um, and you add Rocky Sin, who's fine, I guess. But they really don't have any elite corners. Um, I think that Trevon Moerig could have a really big season. So safety, the safeties aren't really concerned for me. But, yeah, I mean... There's very big holes for the Raiders at offensive line and at corner. But other than that, they have a really good team, and I do think they will make it to the playoffs this year. So, yeah, I have them as a six seed going 11-6. and six. So I know you guys are going to be mad, but, yeah, I have the Bengals all the way down at the seven seed going 10-7. and seven. Yes, they're a good team, and, yes, they played great last year, but I also think that it was a little bit of a fluke. I'm not saying I think they're bad. I'm just saying that – they did overperform last year. And I know you're probably thinking we got Joe Burrow and Jamara Chase who are both so young and now they're just going to have more experience. I know. And I'm sure that they're both going to have great seasons, but those aren't the only players on the team. Um, I mean, yeah, there, there's a lot of good things about this team. They Burrow's a great player. Mixon's great. They have great receivers. Um, they got a little better at tight end by adding Hayden Hurst. Their offensive line got much better. Much better. They added Leal Collins, Alex Kappa, Ted Karras. That was great. Um, but defensively, they're okay. I don't think that they're an amazing defensive team. Um, they really didn't have many big additions. They did draft Daxton Hill, which I think was a really good pick. But other than that, I mean, I don't know. I think that the cornerback position is still a bit of an issue for them. Um, I think that the linebacker position is a bit of an issue. And, yeah, they have a really good team, and they could end up winning the division. They could end up being as high as, like, the three-seed realistically. But I don't know. I mean, I have a lot of teams in the AFC that are pretty close. So I think they are better than most 10-7 and teams. But at the same time, when I look at them compared to the other teams that I was talking about, I don't really think there's anything that stands out for them above the other teams. So then at the eight seed, I have the Dolphins also going 10-7. and seven. I really, really like that team this year. They bring in Tyree Kill, 
who's just such a great player, so fun to watch. And I think that him and Tua, I know that Tua is not Mahomes. I know that. But I think that even before they got Hill, I feel like it was time for Tua to break out. But now with his wide receiver duo of Hill and Waddle, and now he they bring in Teron Armstead, one of the best offensive linemen in the NFL to help protect Tua. I think he's primed for a breakout season. His first two seasons haven't been horrible, but they just haven't been anything special. Um, if he doesn't get better this year, then I think the Dolphins could look to move on possibly because they're not going to – just because he's not horrible, like they're not going to be like winning um, playoff games with Tua at quarterback if he doesn't improve. But I do think he is going to break out and become a top 15 quarterback in the league this season which there's a lot of good quarterbacks. So, yeah, I think he's going to have a great season. Um, I think he's going to – I think Hill's going to help him become better, but he's also just going to become better on his own. Um, so, yeah, Tua, great season ahead for him, in my opinion. Um, Moster and Edmonds at running back, not a great situation. Mostert is underrated, though. Um, Hill and Waddle is an amazing wide receiver duo. You still got Gusecki there. Um, like I said, Armstead was a huge addition. They also brought in Connor Williams to the offensive line, so it's definitely getting a lot better. Um, and then defensively, you had Melvin Ingram. I mean, he's played at a really high level before, and he's not that player anymore, but he is still pretty solid. Um, you got a very good cornerback duo still, and Xavier Howard and Byron Jones. Javon Holland could have a really big season, I think. So defensively, this team could do some improvement, but they really didn't lose much. They gained a little bit. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think this this team has a pretty good defense, and I'm just really excited to watch their offense, though, to watch Tua and Hill. It's, it's going to be really fun to see. So I will discuss um, some of the teams that I just have missing. So I... There's three teams that I have going 9 and 8, which is the Titans, Broncos, and Browns. The AFC is really good this year. I mean, it's just like... Like, those are teams that should be playoff teams, but not every team can be. That's the thing. So, the Titans, who were, I believe, the one seed last year in the AFC, I have missing the playoffs this year. I mean, they trade away A.J. Brown for Traylon, Bur- for Traylon Burks, which I don't think is such a great trade um it definitely won't be this year Burks could end up being a great player and maybe he'll have a really good rookie season but there's basically no shot that he's he's going to be better as rookie year than AJ Brown they lose Julio who I know was very underwhelming last year but at the same time it is still Julio they did bring in Robert Woods though um and then yeah I mean like, on offense, they really just lost some players and really didn't gain anyone so great. Um, their offensive line got a little bit worse. Um, and then defensively, um, just nothing really stands out. I mean, they have Jeffrey Simmons. They have Kevin Byard. But outside of that, like, yeah, they have some decent players, but it's overall it's not a great defense. Defensive line could definitely be better. The linebackers are pretty solid, in my opinion. Um, at corner, they, they have some really good young guys who have a lot of potential, but right now I don't really think they have, like, a good number one corner. 
I like the safeties, um, and Bayard and Amani Hooker. But, yeah, I mean, this team is a team that lost players and really didn't gain much, while every other team in the AFC was getting better. So, yeah, I mean, they're definitely going to be in the playoff mix, but I have them just missing. We'll see what happens. Like, I'm not, I'm not like, confident that they're going to miss the playoffs, but... I'm just seeing these other teams, and to me, some of these other teams look better than them. So then, yeah, one of the other 9-8 and eight teams that I have missing is the Broncos. The Broncos are really good, but I just don't think that every team in the AFC West is going to make it to the playoffs, and I have the Broncos as a team that misses. Um, I know some people are really high on the Broncos this year, and I do think they're good, but I don't know. I mean... Last year, they had a really good defense. So you think, okay, they bring in Russell Wilson. Now they have a really good offense. They're going to be great. I mean, yeah, the offense will be fun to watch. You got Russell Wilson. You got Javante Williams, who could have a big breakout season. Um, I think between Judy and Sutton, they're definitely hoping that at least one of them can have a breakout season. Um, The offensive line's not horrible. And then defensively, I mean... They added Randy Gregory, which is a good addition, but I don't know. I mean, I don't think they have an amazing defense. Like, it's good, but, like, if you look at the pass rushers, Randy Gregory is really the number one guy there, and outside of him, I mean, they really they have Bradley Chubb, actually, but outside of those two players, not they don't really have great pass rushers. Um, yeah, I mean, the other, like, defensive linemen there, you got DJ Jones, who's a decent player. The linebackers aren't great. Um, cornerback-wise, I think Sertain's going to have a great season. So the cornerbacks aren't too bad. The safeties are really good with Simmons and Kareem Jackson. So they have a good defense, but it's not elite, in my opinion. And their offense, I mean, yeah, like, I do think that Judy's going to have a big breakout, breakout season. That's my um, number one breakout player in all of fantasy this year. But it hasn't happened yet, so it's not like a sure thing. So I think a lot of the Broncos' success does rely on some offensive players breaking out, which just hasn't happened yet. So I have them going 9-8, and eight, which I guess, considering I do have Judy breaking out, could be a little bit confusing. But I just, there's just so many good teams in the AFC. And then the Browns, 9-8. and eight. I mean, Watson has... I think an 11-game suspension, so that definitely contributes to them not being better. Um, I mean, with Brissett at quarterback, the thing with Brissett, he's not, like, a bad player. Like, he's not – like, that's definitely a guy that you want as a backup quarterback. He's not going to get that many turnovers. He's just going to play pretty clean and just try to help them get the wins. But at the same time, he's he's not a great player, and he's not going to be out there making, like, these big plays. Um, so he's kind of similar to Tyrod Taylor, in my opinion, where, like, he's a great guy to have as a backup, but as a starter, he's just not a good starting quarterback, not because he makes all these mistakes, but just because he's just not as good as other guys. Um, so then, yeah, I mean, they added Amari Cooper, which is a great addition, but they lost Jarvis Landry. So I think outside of Cooper, their receivers need a lot of help. And when you got Jacoby Brissett, as the one throwing the ball, especially. I mean, that's not a good passing game. It really isn't. When Watson comes back, it definitely gets a lot better. If Watson can be the way he was before. 
Um, you got a really good running game with Chubb and Hunt. Still a really good offensive line. Um, you bring in some help with the defense. Well, actually, I don't know. It, it looks pretty similar to how it was last year. Um, but, yeah, no, they have, they have a solid defense. They have Miles Garrett's amazing. They have Clowney. Um, JOK could have a breakout season. They got Denzel Ward, John Johnson. Like, yeah, there's there's definitely talent there, but... I think with Watson being suspended 11 games, I don't see them being able to make the playoffs this year. They definitely could, but I have them just outside. Um, so then as a 12, 13, 14, 15, and 16, so I got the Steelers and Patriots both finishing 8 and 9, and then we got a pretty big gap. I have the Jets finishing 5 and 12, the Jags finishing 4 and 13, and the Texans finishing 3 and 14. So the Texans and Jags are definitely on the bottom there for me. The Jets had a great draft, definitely improved this year, but they're going to need some more time for some of these young guys to develop before they become an actual competitive team. Um, the Patriots have a horrible roster, but they have Bill Belichick as their coach, and they're going to find ways to win games that they just shouldn't have the talent to win. But I don't think they're going to be able to do that enough to make it to the playoffs. The Steelers I have going 8-9 for Mike Tomlin's first losing season like ever, maybe. Um, they're, they got a really good defense, I'd say. Um, but they really, they, they're going to have one of the worst starting quarterbacks in the league this year, whether it's Trubisky or Pickett. Um, I mean, I guess it's possible that Pickett ends up having a great season. but And when I say like one of the worst starting quarterbacks, I know I said that kind of lightly, like it wasn't that bad but that's because it really isn't I mean it definitely makes them a lot worse to not have an elite quarterback but just the way that the NFL is like being one of the worst starting quarterbacks in the league you're really not that bad you're just not good compared to some of these other some of these other players um so Najee's gonna be great Pickens should have a really big season, which is going to be fun to watch. Obviously, Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool coming back. Fryer Muth could have a breakout season. Um, so, yeah, this team isn't bad. But, again, there's just so much talent in the AFC. Um, so then in the NFC, we got um, – so I have the Bucks winning the NFC, finishing 13-4. and four. Um, I mean, they bring in Julio, which is going to be really interesting to see how he's going to play. He's got Brady throwing it to him. Obviously, with Julio, the concern is injuries. But if he's healthy, then he's, I mean, I don't know. Like, he's only a couple of years. It was only like a couple of years ago that he was still the number one wide receiver in the NFL. And then two years ago, he dealt with injuries. Last year, he really dealt with injuries and missed like most of the season and didn't really do anything. But if he can stay healthy, which I know probably won't happen, but if he can, though, then he could be a great player when he's healthy. They already have, obviously, Evans and Godwin, Brady. They have the go at quarterback. Um, I think Fournette might decline a little bit this year, but he's still a good starting running back. Um, they did lose Gronk, which is going to hurt. And the offensive line, I mean... Adding Shaq Mason to replace him with Ali Marpet is that was crucial for them. But Jensen's gonna be out for the season most likely. And they let Alex Kappa walk. So 
yeah, I mean, this offensive line definitely got worse. Defensively, um, they they replaced Nadama King Sue with Akeem Hicks, which could be a slight upgrade. They let Jason Pierpaul go, but they got Joe Tryon, who's gonna step up most likely. Um, and then this could be a big breakout season for Winfield. They got their other defensive backs coming back. They had Logan Ryan and Keanu Neal. They did lose Whitehead. Um, so overall. This team may have gotten a little bit worse, but like I said, like I think last year the Bucks were one of those like two. Them and the Chiefs were the two like clear contenders for me, and the Bucks got a little bit worse. They lost some offensive linemen. They lose Gronk, and the Chiefs get worse by losing Hill. So when that happens, what ends up happening is those two teams still are contenders, but so are plenty of other teams. So I do have the Bucks winning the NFC, and they're a contender, but. They're not at the level that they were at last year, which made them one of the only teams that I actually thought had a chance of winning the Super Bowl, which I did end up being wrong about. So the Rams, I mean, they won the Super Bowl last year. I have them getting the two seed, finishing 12-5, and five, definitely a contender this year. Um, I mean, they lose OBJ, and they replace him with Allen Robinson, who had a horrible week one. Um I think it's going to be really, really important for them, for Allen Robinson, to have a good season. I mean, we've seen what he's capable of, and he finally has a good quarterback throwing it to him. So it's going to be huge for Robinson to be able to play well this year. They can't just throw it to Cooper Cup. Like, they're not going to – maybe they'll make it to the playoffs that way, but they're not going to win a Super Bowl again if they only throw it to Cooper Cup. I mean, if they didn't bring in OBJ last year, I don't think they would have won the Super Bowl because it would have just been Cooper Cup, because Robert Woods was injured. Um, Jefferson's a good wide receiver three. To Whitworth retired, Nopum comes in, who's supposed to have a pretty good season. Um, and then defensively, I don't know, it's weird. Like They lose Vaughn Miller, but they add Bobby Wagner, both older players who are still stars, though. Superstars, really. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's tough to say whether... That's an upgrade or downgrade. But, I mean, week one, it seemed like a downgrade. They were definitely missing the pass rush help. But long term, we'll see what ends up happening. But, yeah, I mean, the Rams, pretty similar overall, I'd say, to last year. Maybe they got a little bit better. But I don't know. I mean, pretty similar. Maybe a little worse, actually. But, yeah, they are they have a pretty similar team to last year. Um, So I got the Packers taking the three seed. That Devontae Adams loss is going to be huge. I mean, the Packers really don't have good receivers this year, and that's really unfortunate for them because their defense is actually looking amazing this year. They still have Rodgers. They got that Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon um, duo. They got finally a healthy David Bakhtiari. He might miss week one, but he'll be healthy for most of the season unless he gets injured again. But their defense is just so stacked. I mean, you got Kenny Clark. Devondre Campbell, Rashawn Gary, Preston Smith, Jair Alexander, Darnell Savage, Adrian Amos. It's just such a stacked defense. And if the offense, like if Devontae Adams was there, I think this would be my Super Bowl pick. Like hands down, honestly. Like, But yeah, that Adams loss is just huge. They don't have, like for a lot of these other contenders, I'm talking about how they don't have like, a good number two or number three receiver. The Packers don't even have a good number one receiver. Like, they're hoping that Alan Lazard can break out and have a good season. I know they have 
some high hopes also with um Christian Watson and Romeo Dubes maybe. But realistically, at the best, maybe one of those guys ends up being someone who could be like a decent wide receiver too on a good team. But I just don't see any of those guys being like a superstar receiver who's going to put up like 1,200 yards. That's just not going to happen in my opinion. Um, But because they have Rodgers and because they have such a good defense, they're still going to find a way to have a good season and be one of the best teams in the league. Which really just makes me feel like if Adams was there, they'd probably be the number one team right now. Um, so then the Cowboys, I have winning the NFC East again, finishing 11-6. and six. I know some people think it's going to be the Eagles. The Eagles definitely have a shot. I think the Cowboys will win it again. Gallup's going to come back earlier than expected, which is huge for them. I mean, they lost Cooper, so I think that CeeDee Lamb's obviously going to step up. But it can't just he can't be the only good receiver and Gallup as a clear number two receiver this year, I think could have a really big season. Um, I know there's concerns about Zeke. I think that he'll end up having a really good season, but even if he doesn't and they have to use like a duo of Zeke and Pollard, um like if that ends up working out then that will be fine for them. Um I know Tyron Smith is injured, which is a huge loss. I'm not sure how long he's going to be out for. I think it's supposed to be a while, though. Um, And then defensively, pretty similar to last year. Still have Micah Parsons, Demarcus Lawrence, Trayvon Diggs. Um, I mean, those are, like, really the big guys in the defense. But, yeah, I mean, I think overall they lost Cooper, so they got worse. And that was really the big thing for them that happened in the offseason. But I don't know. I mean, I think the Cowboys are still a really good team. I have them winning the division. I don't think that's a lock. I think they're a lock to at least be in the playoff race. Um, it's possible that they could end up missing by a little bit, but we'll see what happens. Um, so I have the six. <laughs> I was going to say the Sixers. I, I meant the Niners, the 49ers. Um also going 11 and 6 getting the 5 seed. I mean, they're looking really good this year. This is Trey Lance's time. I think they made the right decision here. Um Garoppolo is definitely a solid starting quarterback and I think he should be starting on another team right now. But at the same time, I think it's definitely fair to say that Garoppolo isn't a Super Bowl level quarterback. At the best, he's like border I think he's like a borderline top 20 quarterback. And you're not winning Super Bowls with the number 20 quarterback in the league. And Trey Lance isn't the number 20 quarterback in the league yet. But he has so much potential. And maybe even by the end of the season, he still won't be. But you got to you gotta have him become the starter eventually so that he can reach his potential. And then once he reaches his potential, this team could be a Super Bowl contender. Um, I mean, they like using a committee in the backfield and I'm sure that they're gonna end up having some people that play well because that's usually what happens with them um obviously you got Debo who just had an amazing season you got Kittle who there's some injuries injury concerns with him but he's probably he's the number two tight end in the league in my opinion um and then Ayuk I think they're definitely hoping that he can break out and be a great number three receiver um Pretty good offensive line. Trent Williams had like a, a historic season last year for offensive linemen. Um, just played amazingly. And then defensively, 
They got Fred Warner, Nick Bosa, Eric Armstead, all those guys coming back. Um, and then they added Chavarius Ward. They did lose some players in the secondary, but yeah, I mean, this is pretty similar to last year overall, and they were really good last year. But yeah, I mean, obviously the big difference, they're switching to Trey Lance. And if I'm the Niners, I'm just going to stick with him no matter what. Even if he's really not playing that well. And Jimmy Garoppolo's clearly... Like, even... Say we're, like, four weeks into the season and Lance just hasn't played that well. And it's clear that Garoppolo is better than Lance was in those games. Like, I don't care. You got to just stick with Lance. Because you put in Garoppolo, okay, maybe that will help you win a couple more games early on. But... Over time, it's just not going to help you because Garoppolo isn't, he can't be a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Well, like, over time, it's just, it's just not going to work out. So, then I got the Cardinals with the six seed finishing 11 and six. Last year, I knew that they were going to have a great season. It ended up being, um, it was disappointing for them in that, though. I mean, such a great start. I was like, wow, like, I knew they were going to be good. They might be playing a little bit over their heads right now. And then they started getting cold, and they just stayed cold. So this year, it's just going to be about if they can if they can make sure that doesn't happen. And honestly, as crazy as this might sound, in a way, the D-hop suspension might not be the worst thing in the world because they have an issue of starting off hot and then finishing cold. So this year, though, with D-Hop suspended, I feel like even if they do start off hop, when D-Hop comes back, if he can stay healthy, there's no way that they're going to get worse. They're going to get better when D-Hop comes back. So that is going to be really big for them. I mean, you got Kyler, who's such a great player. I still think he can get a lot better than he is right now, and I think he's already a top-ten quarterback. Um I think that Marquise Brown is going to be the wide receiver, too, when D-Hop comes back. He's an amazing wide receiver, too. Um, well, maybe amazing might be a little bit of a stretch, but he's a really good wide receiver, too. You got Ertz, who's a good tight end. Rondell Moore is definitely hoping to get more involved this year. He could end up becoming a really good player, in my opinion. Still got A.J. Green. Um, the offensive line is still okay. Could get a little bit better. Um the Chandler Jones loss is definitely gonna hurt, but they did bring in um Trayvon Mullen pretty recently actually. Um you got JJ Watt coming back, you got Isaiah Simmons, Marcus Golden. And speaking of Isaiah Simmons, I think they're hoping for big seasons from him and um Zaven Collins to break out. Collins may take a little bit longer, but Simmons definitely though. Um so then getting that last wild card spot in the NFC, I have the Eagles taking it. Um, last year, I definitely think they played over their heads, but that's what makes this kind of weird because this year they definitely improved their roster, but like I think they're going to play the way that they actually should play this year, which last year they played better than they should have. So obviously it all revol- it all revolves around Jalen Hurts. I mean, they built a really good offense around him. They got Sanders, who I know had a bad season last year, but he was actually pretty efficient. He just didn't get touchdowns. Um, And then you bring in A.J. Brown, which is a huge addition for them. You got Devontae Smith coming back, who had a really good rookie season, and he's only going to get better. You got Dallas Goddard, who's a good tight end. Really good offensive line. So, I mean, this team is built pretty well. 
around Hurts. So it really is just going to end up depending on how Hurts can play because he hasn't been a great quarterback so far. I definitely think he has some potential there, but right now I don't think he's like a top 20 quarterback yet. Um, he's a He's a weird player, especially for fantasy. I mean... This is someone who's such a great rusher, so he looks like an elite quarterback this year in fantasy. But at the same time, like I think as crazy as it sounds, it's possible that Hurts finishes as the number one fantasy quarterback and then next year he's not even a starter in the NFL. That could legitimately happen. Like the maybe the Eagles go like nine and eight or something, miss the playoffs. Hurts puts up great stats in fantasy, but he just and maybe he gets better as a passer, but it's just not what you're hoping for when you got AJ Brown and Devontae Smith there. Um and then they decide they need to move on. Like that could genuinely happen. Um and then defensively they definitely improve. They bring Jordan Davis. He's gonna be fun to watch. He's absolutely huge. Um they bring Kaiser White, they bring in the rookie Nicobe Dean, James Bradbury Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, Hassan Reddick. I mean, just so many good additions defensively. This team is looking pretty good. Um, I mean, when you look at the holes for this team, like the reasons why they're not better, I'd say because Jalen Hurts isn't a great quarterback. And I'd say as good as A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith are, I think that honestly over time I could see Devontae Smith becoming an elite wide receiver one in the league. But right now, though, A.J. Brown is a good wide receiver one, but I don't know if a team is winning the Super Bowl with A.J. Brown as your number one wide receiver. I'd probably rank him around, like, 15th um, for wide receiver ones, which makes him an average wide receiver one. I think you need an above-average wide receiver one to win a Super Bowl. And then, so, yeah, I mean, but I think over time... Devontae Smith can actually become maybe a top 10 wide receiver in the league. Probably not this year, but maybe next year or the year after that. Um, And then defensively, they got a lot better. Um, I guess linebacker would be the area that they could still improve. Um, So, yeah, that's, that's who I have making it to the playoffs. And then the two teams that I have just missing are the Saints and Vikings. I also have the Saints going 10-7, and seven, and then I have the Vikings going 9-8. and eight. So the Saints are going to be interesting. I mean, specifically with Michael Thomas, he's finally going to be back. Most likely it will be week one. If it's not, then it's very likely that it will be on week two. I know last year he was supposed to come back, and then he ended up missing the whole season. I don't really see that happening this year. Um, so... I mean, if Thomas comes back and is able to be not even necessarily the best receiver in the league, but even if he's able to be like a top 10 receiver again, that's huge for them. You got him, you got Olave, who they drafted in the first round, and then you got Jarvis Landry, who is a really good player as well. Um, They lost Armstead. That's definitely a big loss for their offensive line, but they do still have a good offensive line. They got Kamara. Um, I think the tight end position could use some improvement with Troutman as their starting tight end. And then defensively, wow, they bring in Tyran Matthew, who's just one of the best safeties in the league. They bring in Marcus May. You still got Marshawn Lattimore there, so that's a stacked secondary. You still got Cameron Jordan, Demario Davis, Marcus Davenport. I mean, this is a really good team. I mean, 
the reason why I don't think they're going to be better, and keep in mind, I do have them going 10-7, and seven, which is a pretty solid record, but mostly because of the quarterback situation. Winston, again, like there, there's basically no starting quarterback in the league other than guys that are either rookies or in their second year who you just know are going to develop. But other than that, there aren't any other starting quarterbacks in the league that are bad, but there's just so many guys that are better. So I'd say that that's the main reason why I don't have them as a better team. Even if Thomas does end up returning close to what he was before, I still don't think that they'd be an elite team. Maybe they make it to the playoffs then. But I don't know. I mean, I the thing is, I do think that Thomas is going to have a really good season. And I still have them finishing with the same record as the Eagles, but being the team that doesn't make it to the playoffs, they definitely have a chance. But I don't view this team as a Super Bowl contender with Jameis Winston at quarterback. Because like I said, you, it's similar to like the Jimmy Garoppolo situation. I, I think that Winston's actually a little bit worse than Garoppolo, though. Pretty similar, though. Um, but yeah, it's just the same thing where he's a, he's a fine quarterback. Like, he's good. But you're just not winning a Super Bowl with Jameis Winston at your quarterback. And I think it's gone to the point now where he's not going to break out and become a superstar. And... Maybe if you want to leave a tiny chance for that happening this year, okay. But after this year, there's absolutely no shot if it doesn't happen this year. And then the Vikings I have going 9-8, and eight, also just missing. Um, I mean, I know that their offense is supposed to be a lot more passing-oriented. Um, that's going to be really fun to watch with Justin Jefferson. I could see him having like a outstanding, unbelievable season this year I think I have him as my wide receiver one in fantasy pretty confidently too I mean he's so young he's been so good and I think stats wise he's just gonna have such a good season and he's gonna be making such a big contribution but keep in mind they do have Kirk Cousins at quarterback who's definitely better than like Garoppolo and Winston but I think Cousins probably still isn't good enough to win a Super Bowl I mean I think there's probably around 10 quarterbacks who are good enough to win a Super Bowl if you put the right team around them. And Cousins isn't a top 10 quarterback. He's around 15, I'd say, which isn't top 10. Um, But, I mean, Cook, Jefferson, Thielen, they definitely have some weapons there. And then defensively, it's it's really not that bad. I mean, they brought in Zadarius Smith. They brought in Jordan Hicks. You still got Eric Hendricks. You got Daniel Hunter coming back. They added Harrison Phillips. Um, I think cornerback could be a bit of an issue. Peterson's definitely getting older, and he's kind of their cornerback one, so that could be a problem. They do have some rookie defensive backs, though, who could help contribute Andrew Booth and Louis Cine. Um but yeah, I mean, the Vikings are definitely going to be a good team. And this is a team that could easily make it to the playoffs. And I think they even have a chance of winning the division. I mean, it's funny. Like, I have the Packers as a three seed and I have the Vikings as a nine seed missing the playoffs. But I only have them finishing two games apart. So then after that, like, I think those nine teams in the NFC are really the only teams that have a shot at making the playoffs. Um, There's definitely a pretty big gap after that. You got... So I have the Commanders, Seahawks, and Panthers all finishing 6-11. and 11, The Giants and Lions finishing 5-12. and 12, And then the Bears and Falcons finishing 4-13. and 13. So the Commanders are a solid team. Um, decent defense. Decent 
offense, decent enough, I guess. But there's it just doesn't really – they don't stand out to me. And they're just not as good as these other teams. And you really can't make an argument for that. Um, the Seahawks got so much worse by losing Russell Wilson. They had a horrible defense last year, which is still the case this year. And, yes, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett are great players. But with Geno Smith or Drew Locke at quarterback – they're just not going to be a good team this year. I mean, they struggled last year when Russell Wilson was there for part of the year. So this year they're going to be even worse. Um, and then I am excited to see the running back situation, though. I will say that Penny, if he can stay healthy, could have a huge season. And I also really like Kenneth Walker, especially if Penny ends up getting injured. That's a, He's going to have an amazing season. But even if Penny stays healthy, I could see... The two of them both playing really well. Um, and then the, the Panthers aren't horrible, but again, they're just not as good as these other teams. I mean, Baker Mayfield, you guys know that I like him, but he just isn't as good as some of these other quarterbacks. McCaffrey's great, obviously, but I don't know. I mean, DJ Moore, he's an okay wide receiver one, similar to AJ Brown, in my opinion. Um other than him, not the best receivers. Robbie Anderson really struggled last year. Um, the defense is okay. But, yeah, I mean, this is just a team that they're not horrible, but there's they just don't stand any chance, in my opinion, compared to those top nine teams in the NFC. And then the Giants and Lions, both rebuilding teams. I really like what the Lions did in the offseason, and I look forward to seeing them develop over the coming years. But... This year, though, I mean, that's definitely an improvement from... I think they'll be better than they were last year, but they still just need more time, definitely. Um, and then the Bears and Falcons, I really don't know what either of those teams are doing. They both look really bad and don't have much of a great direction that they're going in either. So if I'm a Bears or Falcons fan, I'm not too happy right now. Um, just all around really bad teams. Um, so, yeah, those are my... NFL end of the season predictions I really don't know who's gonna end up making it or winning the Super Bowl if I have to give you guys a prediction right now man I mean it's tough like I'm gonna go with the Bucks in the NFC and I think the Bucks I think they'll be my Super Bowl pick I'm gonna say Brady wins it and then finally retires for real this time um but in the AFC, it's tough. Like, I, I think for me, it's probably between the Bills, Chiefs, and um, Chargers. I think I might go with the Chiefs, maybe. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I just don't. It's tough. Like, the Chiefs probably shouldn't be good enough to make it to the Super Bowl without Hill, but they do have Mahomes. So, I don't know. I kind of want to say the Bills, but I just don't know if it's going to be two one seeds. But, you know, what? I'll, I'll just say Bills. The Bills, I'll say the Bills finally make it this year, and the Bucks are going to take it. Um, so that's, that's my Super Bowl prediction, and that's going to be it for today. Um, I know that this ended up being a pretty long podcast. Most of the ones going forward are going to be a lot shorter than this, probably less than half an hour, um, maybe even in that 20 minute range but today i just had a lot to talk about it was my first podcast in a while obviously um 
Again, sorry that I didn't give you guys a warning that I was ending the season, but I'm so happy to be back. I'm so... And I will be doing these weekly going forward every Saturday. So thanks for listening, and I'll see you guys next time.